Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Trot's Talk. Live the dream. Get involved in harness racing today. NZ Harness Racing. Visit hrnz.co.nz. Hey, welcome to Sunday morning for Trot's Talk here on SENZ. Michael Guerin and Greg O'Connor and some guest people with information stuff for you because it is Auckland Cup Week. Auckland Cup Week here in Auckland. That's where they would hold it. And it's also Row Cup Week. So great week of racing coming up and preparations and barrier draws and intrigue. Will um, Akuta be there? He was scratched from the Roy Purden on Friday night. Will he turn up? Greg O'Connor, there's a few twists in the tail yet. As I say good morning to you, we're going to try and straighten out some of those twists today. Yeah, morning to you, Michael. Looking forward to the build-up to uh, the Trillion Trust Auckland Cup. It's one of our great races. First run way back in 1890, won by Commodore, and there's been so many great winners uh, of it, one of which we'll talk to in the middle of the show today. Well, the owner of uh, an Auckland Cup winner in Terry McDonald, he raced uh, Terror to Love, of course. So looking forward to having a, a chat to him about his great horse, the horse that won three New Zealand Cups as well, along with a number of other guests, including Anna Donnelly, who her big horse, Kango, delivered once again on Friday night. Let's check that out. So Kango takes out the Roy Purden Memorial. Akuta was scratched. Self-assured headed him at the 150, but here's what unfolded. Kango leading by a length. Self-assured up on the outside. He's a sport. And Old Town Road back straight quarter and 29.1. Kango self-assured's up for a look now on the outside. Old Town Road about to draw around. Self-assured and he's a sport for the HR Fiskin passing lane. Top of the lane. Kango self-assured. He's a sport passing lane. There followed Old Town Road. Kango self-assured. He's a sport through on the inside. Kango self-assured. He's a sport diving the inside. Big Kango, they couldn't get him tonight. Anna Donnelly joins us, the trainer of Big Kango, as Aaron White called him. And look, Anna, he's fashioning a fantastic record at those races just below the best level, the Kai Kura Cups and the Franklin Cups and the Roy Purden Memorials. I suppose the question for you now is, can he take the next step this Friday night? Yeah, well, hey, Mick, I'd, uh, I'd like to think so. Like, um, goes into the race pretty well. And, um, you know, he, he obviously going on his um, run last week where uh, we're right in the zone at the moment. So seems to have come through that run really well too. So, yeah, fingers crossed. All autumn, he's been fantastic right back to when he ran second to copy that in the city of Auckland free for all. He was off the track in the race by Grins. He's been very brave in all his races since. He ran third in the Auckland Cup this time last year. Do you think you've got a better Kango on your hands now? Yeah, I, I actually think I do. Like he's um, he's had another twelve months of that hard racing, and like to be fair, he never goes a bad race. You know, he does it tough. He gets his seat out wide in the grins, and he's the only one to really do some work. And um, and he wasn't far away either, so um, he doesn't sort of lay down. He he, he gets uh, gets right into a dogfight and does his best. You know, and, and that's all you can ask for. He tries his heart out. So. 
Yeah, I'd like to think we're going into the race this week with a with a better horse than we did last year. Night. Uh, he's not a one-trick pony, although, as Mick's just mentioned, most of his big wins, including the superstars at Addington and the Kaikoura Cup, and he's been in front. If you were able to secure that spot this Friday night, I'm picking your driver, David Butcher, would be keen to stay there. Yeah, I think he would, Greg. Like, um, he, he does go good in front, but also, David said, he, he's, he's quite good from behind as well, but I think probably is I, I feel he's better in front, and I'd like to see him in front, especially over the two mile. Well, he'll give you a great sight, and he'll give uh, his back as a great sight. I'm, I'm absolutely certain of that. Uh, good luck building into uh, Friday night's assignment. Uh, what about some of the other horses that raced for you on Friday night? Virginia Clowes, you haven't had uh, this one too long, but absolutely has stood up in all three northern runs. Yeah, she really has. Like, and full credit to Mark Fuller, who um, who trained the horse previously. Like, I was just lucky enough to um, get a ready-made racehorse um, racehorse with her. But look, she um, she probably lacks that yard of speed, but she's got a big heart, and she just really she keeps fighting right to the wire, you know. So um, no, we've been really wrapped with how she's she's going, and you know, all she wants to do is trot. So that's all we can ask for. Yes, second behind confessional, of course, uh, in the uh, Lone Star size stakes on Friday night. New York Minute was placed as well behind the big Lebowski, who put a big stretch into them. And Crusader won for you on Thursday night, uh, Anna, um, a horse that uh, raced really well at Cambridge. I think four of the five wins have come there, and it was a big performance off the second row. Yeah, it was, and it was a great drive too by um, Zev Meredith too. So, you know, he moved at the right time, and the, and the pace was hot, and then when they... Uh started at ease, he was off and, and, and then gone. So, yeah, it was you know, full credit to the horse, too. He's done a really good job. And, um, and yeah, and to Zev as well. Just back to Kango, is this it? Grand final Friday night. Does he then get put aside and, and, and another build towards an IRT New Zealand Cup? Is that the plan? Yeah, that, that is the plan, Greg. We, uh, we toyed with the idea of going to Queensland for the carnival, um, but we've actually pulled pin on that. We're going to probably give him a, a, a little break. Um, and we may even have a look at Victoria in the spring. Um, a few races there, we might we might head over there and, and try and target a couple of those before coming home for the cup. Your our racing listeners will be seeing your name a lot more than they did five years ago. So, how's that come about? How many horses do you have in work, and where do you get most of them from? Because five years ago, you seemed to be a very good trainer of very average horses and those days seem to be behind you yeah we sort of i suppose we've got about 25 in work at the moment um we've got a lot of young horses uh we've got probably 10 yearlings from a few like six or seven from the sales and a few homebred ones this year Uh, i think we've got 10 two-year-olds in work so you've got a good good crop behind us more owners on board and um and you know a few horses also that come up from the south island and, and get your name out there too so you know, big credit to all the owners that have been loyal and stuck with me and the new ones that have sort of jumped on board um, along the way. So, yeah, no, it's exciting times ahead, hopefully. Is there still room in the barn? Is it a situation where, uh, because a lot of trainers get to a certain number and, and they think that's capacity because they get any more, they've got to take staff or more staff on. Where are you at in that situation? Are you looking to expand or are you at max? Oh, you know, we've always got room for, for extras, um, that's for sure, you know. Um, we're, we're at a good number at the moment, but we can, you know, we can accommodate more as well. And, um, 
and over the winter it is nice to be a little bit quieter but I, I can't sort of see that happening at the moment with the with the numbers we've got and the horses in the paddock that are that are ready to come back in so um yeah no there's definitely room for for more all right Anna who's the one to beat in the Auckland Cup on Friday night for Kango Oh, that's a good question. Um, probably self-assured and, and probably copy that. They're going to be my hardest ones, but um, hey, we're, we're just pleased to be in it and should be a good race. You're doing a great job, Anna. Congratulations on what's been a, a massive five years for you, none more so than the last 18 months. And I guess we can all find out together whether the big fella can take that next step. But one thing's for sure, we're not going to miss him on the track. He's, he's no doubt the biggest horse we've got at Open Class Racing and close to the most consistent. Thanks for taking the time to talk to us this morning. Thanks very much. Cheers, guys. Anna Donnelly talking about Kango. He'll be in the Trillion Trust Auckland Cup on Friday night. Those fields likely to come out Monday. Sometimes it becomes Tuesday, but let's hope it's Monday. One horse who we're not sure whether he'll be there is a cooter. He had a hoof abscess boost out, uh, burst out on Friday morning. Mark Purden's had a couple of days to see whether that's improved. He joins us now live from Pukekohe. Mark, good morning. Thank you for taking the time to talk to us. What is the situation with the cooter? Good morning, Mick. Uh, well, <laughs> progress has been good, Mick. It, it was sort of uh, all depended on the recovery time, and, and this morning he, he came out of the box and he was good and sound, and I gave him a jog, and uh, and, and he seemed fine. So uh, I'd say at this point everything's pointing towards that he'll definitely be there on Friday. He's obviously missed a race, and I presume a little bit of fast work. What do you do with him this week to get him fit enough to be competitive in an Auckland Cup? Because he's quite a big horse, he carries a fair bit of weight, and, and he will have now not raced for a month. Yeah, that's right. I mean, it's it's not the ideal prep, but I think, you know, class alone, he's, he's good enough to take his place and, and certainly make his presence felt. So, you know, you'd... <laughs> It's just not perfect, but he'll be doing a bit of work through the week and uh, hopefully we can just have him as good as we possibly can under the circumstances. Mark, self-assured, very brave in his defence of your dad's race, the Roy Purden Memorial. He, he's just the ultimate racehorse, isn't he? He puts in every single time and that's why he's one of the ones to beat again in this week's Auckland Cup. Yeah, absolutely. And of course, uh, he comes in off the front, so... Uh, and, and he's been beginning well, so, yeah, he, he's just a great horse, and um, certainly uh, if he gets an advantage of the draws, he'll be, he'll be probably the hardest to beat. All right, we're looking forward to the Trillion Trust Auckland Cup. I want to ask you about your star filly, though, Millwood Nike. You had, well, some uh, serious issues during the week. Well, not serious, but problems that you don't need going into a Group 1 race with... The 13 race winner, you flew Kerry Estridge up to work on her feet. That obviously, uh, he worked the oracle because she was not only able to start, she was able to continue that unbeaten run, Mark, and that's now stretched to 14. Yeah, yeah, she's just amazing. And it was just luck. I mean, Kerry came up to do the team, but it was just so fortunate that uh, with the issues we had and and and, and her, her issues that uh, he was able to, you know, just... Perform a, perform a miracle, really, and, uh, you know, the morning of the race, when we got that shoe on her, she just trotted up up 100%, and uh, so we were very, very lucky and, and uh, came out and just, just went super again.
nervous times before the race and nervous times for some punters because she wasn't able to lead early. She's worth having a listen to. Let's go back and listen to the horse who is up to 14, unbeaten as Greg mentioned. The New Zealand record is 17 and we'll talk to Mark afterwards about the problems of trying to get there. Here is Millwood Nike. Fortify will wait the HR Fiskin passing lane. Mon Lonkham getting around Black Pearl. Watermink's the inside. Fergalicious and Courtney Kardash 29 and 4 down the back. Sweet Diamond Millwood Nike to her strongly. Fortify on the passing lane. Millwood Nike goes to the lead. Sweet Diamond Fortify. They're followed then by further back Black Pearl and Mon Lonkham. Watermink's but it's uh, in front here. Uh, Millwood Nike trying Fortify. Millwood Nike she does bag another group one. Millwood Nike brilliant win. Second over was four to five. Black Pearl up for third. Then so 14 straight. Now the problem is she's going to head to the paddock. And Mark, I presume the New Zealand Oaks in early December is the obvious target. But your issue might be finding races against her own age and sex between now and then. Now you couldn't do that a couple of years ago with Amazing Dream. So you had to take on older horses. She does have a shot at the record for New Zealand consecutive victories. But, Mark, I reckon you might have to end up in open class at some stage in the spring, and that would be less than ideal. Oh, it certainly would. Um, I wouldn't say she wouldn't be competitive, but uh, if you're looking to to try and uh, take the record, well, mm. it'll probably be hard to do it that way. Um, certainly in her own age and sex, it'd be a lot, lot more easier for her, especially the margin she's got on a competition but yeah it's probably something you you just take in your stride if it happens it happens but uh, you know just take it in our stride I think. Well the change of calendar too Mark with the Neverly R series of course uh, the build up towards that will enable you to to race at that level albeit some of those are pref barrier draws so it won't be easy for her. How long does she have out and what sort of build-up will she need? Because it's not always ideal to turn them out in winter, but I guess you don't have any choice. No. Well, we leave, we left her and Fortify up here and uh, just because it's a bit warmer and they generally do better. So she'll have six weeks off, Greg, and then uh, she'll start a build-up into sort of that spring racing, say, mid-September mid on, mid-September, early October. The strange old... Set up with the, with the two-year-olds racing in the first half of the season, Mark, then having a break and coming back in the second half of the season. It does open the possibility that the two-year-olds who are the best in the first part of the season aren't always the best in the second part. They were last year, but they won't always be. Do you have, no, you, and Nathan, no, do you, you and Nathan have much more firepower at home in the two-year-old ranks and any horses you think could emerge as leading two-year-olds in the back end of the season? Um, the only one cult that I can think of is by Lazarus and he was a horse that showed a lot of promise um, just just didn't quite get there but um, on what he showed I, I thought he was a pretty nice horse and I, I think it was just sort of growing issues that um, probably stopped him being competitive in that early part so uh, he's had a good break and um, talking with Nathan, he just said he's, he's arrived back and just looks absolutely amazing. So he's probably one that I, I think could be a pretty nice horse in that second half of the, of the year. You and Nathan were also able to win the two-year-old trot, the Young Guns trot, uh, on Friday night with uh, he can have, we can have it all. 
And immediately I thought, how the hell did Mark Purden end up with one of these horses? It wasn't a breed you would seem to buy into, an Australian bred horse. But of course, it's come home with Nathan when Nathan moved home from Australia. Yes, Nathan purchased this filly at a sale and, and sold it to Gordon Banks and Mark Hanover. And um, he was a little bit familiar with her pedigree on the dam side because he worked at Yabby Dams for, for some time. And uh, so he liked the mare she was out of. So, uh, yeah, obtained this filly and uh, it's been a good selection. She seems a pretty nice filly. I know, Mark, Friday night is the focus at the moment. Is there any chance for you, because horses like Self-Assured and Akuta are in some of the markets, and I believe Akuta's been invited to the Rising Sun, is there any chance you see yourself uh, or Nathan or Natalie there as driver and stand-in co-trainer heading to the Queensland Carnival with any of these horses? Um, we sort of put off the final decision till after the after the Cup, Nick, um, We'll just see what you know what the wash up is after that, but uh, yeah, we're we're still still considering it anyway. All right, mate. Thank you for the time for the update this morning. So, just for our listeners at home, you are what percentage confident Akuta will be in the Auckland Cup on Friday night? Oh, I'm ninety nine percent sure. You know, just if something else happened um, through the week that you can't sort of. <laughs> Envisage well that that might change things, but right right here right now, I'm 99% confident he'll be there, mate. That's a great update. We'll look forward to seeing you over the course of the week and at Alexandra Park on Friday night. Good, thanks, Mick. Thanks. It's great news, Gregory, because it would have been it, it's going to be a bit of a battle. The Auckland Cup. There's there's obviously four in the market, and if you had taken one of those out, the others being copy that, self assured, and of course Old Town Road. If you took out a cooter you lose some real firepower. So him being there is going to add something to the race, even though now he's had a missed lead-up race. I don't want to be on him. No, and uh, the bookies have stretched his price out a wee bit too. Copy that and self-assured. Equal favourites, Michael, at 280. Akuta at 420. Old Town Road will discuss his chances on the box seat on Wednesday, but he'd need to lift a fair bit off his run the other night, albeit he galloped away and can go an $11 chance ahead of. He's a sport who I thought was pretty good first up at the park at $15. We're going to find out from... Uh, from Ray Green, at the back end of today's show, where the big Lebowski heads, does he go to the Auckland Cup? Does he not go to the Auckland Cup? And, of course, we copy that is at. He was allowed to miss Friday night, so stick around here on Trots Talk. Um, Kango, since he's such a big, lovable guy, he is our code word for today. Your chance to win $50, a bonus bet, from the people at the tab. Thank you, people who work for the tab. Uh, text in to double eight double three. So it's pretty simple stuff. Double eight double three. We need your name your TAB account number, and the code word for today is Kango. But if you want to also give us your thoughts on who's going to win the Auckland Cup, maybe it'll go Kango, Kango. Or you can go Kango, Auckland Cup winner self-assured. Kango, Auckland Cup winner, copy that. Or you can just tell some lies to producer dude Robbie because he is a bit of a soft touch and try and get him to give you the $50 bonus bet courtesy of the tab. Double eight double three. you need your name, your TAB account number, the code word Kango, and you can add just about anything else you want on there. We'll take a break, and on the other side, Greg O'Connor down south is going to try and find us a few winners. I'm a southern man And I'm southern I got the south in my blood
Yes, time for the Southern Man uh, segment. Uh, Trot's Talk brought to you by HRNZ. Country's leading rainsman, Blair Orange, has joined us on the line. Morning to you, Blair. Yeah, morning, Greg. How are you, mate? Yeah, I'm excellent, thanks. Thanks so much for taking the time out to have a chat to us. Before we get into your chances uh, today, I'm going to go back to Friday night. It was a good night at the office for you, but the last race winner, the Big Lebowski, didn't see that coming, did you? Uh, there's been a lot of talk about this horse, Greg, um, you know, down south driving yesterday and, you know, the southerners are very impressed and, you know, great to see a, a southern horse do, do what he done in Auckland on uh, on Friday night. To answer your question, no, I didn't. Um, I hadn't actually driven the horse before and had been in a lot of races against him, but, you know, I really did think Nicholas Cage and Chimichurri dropping back would be, uh, would be too good for him, but no, we drove him with a little bit of confidence and... Yeah, um, the rest is history. Yeah, he went 238, and we'll talk to Ray Green in the back end of the show, so we'll get his thoughts around, well, going into the Auckland Cup because he's going to be in it now, Blair, and he's going to be up against you with another Ray Green trained runner and copy that. So uh, I think there's no other option really for him where he's at in the ratings now, but on that performance, he, he wouldn't be outclassed, I wouldn't have thought, not on that run anyway. Yeah, he's one of those horses, Greg. Greg, he's probably just a little bit untapped with his potential just yet. And, uh, you know, we all know it's another another step up to be racing self-assured and copy that and, and whatnot. But, um, you know, on what I've seen of him and, and what he gave me that feel on Friday night, um, he's going to be um, competitive in that grade, whether it's just right now, I'm, I'm not sure. But, you know, he's one of those horses that's going to be very intriguing to see where he ends up in his career. All right, you've got We Can Have It All uh, home and another of the features, the IRT Young Gun Trotters series. Let's get into today, though, and I'm going to go backwards here, uh, Blair, because the last race you drive, Sky Vale, who's $4 into $2.70, looks to be a perfectly set-up race for her. Yeah, it does, mate. She was uh, she was pretty good her last start out here, running second, and... Uh... Yeah, she's got a nice marble to work with and, and good gate speed. So just the 2600s may be a little issue, but uh, we should get a soft run on the pegs, Greg, whether we stay in front or not, I'm not sure. But, yeah, it does look a very genuine each-way chance. All right, you've got a couple of chances in the graduation finals today. The first of those is Air I Will for Mark Jones, who got it wrong fresh up, went south and was simply too strong for them and clearly is a horse with ability. So it's got a decent chance. Yeah, a bit of upside to this one, Greg. Um, you know, he's pretty well bred and his, uh, his brother done some very good things in the open class company. So, yeah, as you say, he took care of a of just a mediocre field for his victory down south. And, uh, yeah, he's going to have to step up a little bit again today because there's some handy enough trotters in this field. But, you know, he's one of them in saying that. All right, you've got Vatican Green for Ken Barron in uh, the second of the finals, the, the pacing final, outside second row. Um, racing pretty well, though. Yeah, racing good, this guy, Greg. He's, uh, he's not much of him, but he uh, he's normally pretty genuine and, you know, and we tradesmen, so not too worried about the draw, mate. Uh, yeah, there's a couple in there that, that might just have the slight edge on him, but he's definitely a top four chance. All right, of your other chances uh, throughout the day, Trey Magnifique uh, fits the bill. Straight flush would look to be a decent sort of a chance in race night. Just had one run back for uh, a few of your league mates, and, and I thought it was a, a pretty good effort. Probably just blew out, so there should be some natural improvement there in the ninth. 
yeah, fair statement, mate. Uh, Trey Magnifique got got a good draw in 2,000 metres, so that seems it's pet distance. So if it can step and and run like it like it likes to over that trip, it's a genuine each way chance too. And as you said, straight flush just peaked on its run at Ashburton the other day with its first run back, and probably you know should have run second or third, but uh, yeah, just the fitness told there and pretty good from a stand, so it'll put himself in the race and be a bit more forward for today. All right, for our SENZ listeners, Blair, if they were just to have one bet, what would it be today of your drives? I'd have to say wait till the last, Greg, in Sky Vale. She, uh, she looks like she's come back to, to some of her old self. And, yeah, just with the right draw and, and her gate speed, she looks, um, you know, probably one of my better chances today. All right, really appreciate your time, mate. Go well. Cheers, Gregor. All right, that is Blair Orange, 74 wins in the bank this season, five-time premiership winner, as we know. Trent Yesberg's on the line, though, and uh, he's got four runners in today. We'll have a chat to him about. Uh, morning to you, Trent. Good morning, Greg. All right, we've had a bit of rain about in the Canterbury region. Tracks come up easy. You're out that way. What can we expect weather-wise today? Uh, it's sunny. I'm just in here in the car park, and uh, the sun's out. And it's actually dawned a pretty, pretty warm day. We've had 40 mils of rain over the last sort of two days, so a fair amount of rain. And uh, but the yeah, you know, all weather tracks should come up pretty good, I'd say. All right, let's get into your chances today. And not that long ago, you got past 50 training wins. Uh, so well, you've done a great job in a short period of time. For MC Hammer fans, can't touch this in race number two. First up performance from the Son of Art Major was good. You would imagine he'd improve off that. And the bookies have found him 250 now into $2.30. So they've got confidence. What about you? <laughs> Uh, I think he might be a little bit too short for my liking, uh, Greg. He's a lovely horse, uh, but he's been in work a long time and I'm sort of conscious that he might come to the end of it uh, shortly. And saying that, it's not an overly strong field today and his first up run was really good. Uh, sectionals were really good. A lot of ground on the winner, but uh, I think they come home and better than 56. So uh, he has uh, come a long way and, and he is a really honest horse. So you will get a really honest performance, but uh, I'd say probably $2.30 would be a little bit short for mine. All right, is he the sort of horse that when you do put him aside and bring him back, he's one we could we could follow? Yeah, definitely. He's going to make a really lovely horse in the spring. And i uh, got a few in that camp, which is great. So, um, yeah, I think he'd be one to watch, uh, definitely uh, the other side of winter. All right, another one by Art Major is Uptown Funk. Won one of the heats at Rangiora. Has had a run subsequent to that at Addington. What did you make of that? And what are your expectations today? Because uh, there's a bit of talent against you. Yeah, no, he hasn't had much luck this horse. He's had a lot of bad luck in his uh, career. Probably shouldn't read too much into his uh, career stats. He's sort of had a, a lot of bad luck, but uh, his performance here at Ringier was really good in the slick time. Uh, and then his sectionals last week at uh, Eddington were very sharp. He got home uh, uh, 27 flat and uh, probably ran into a bit of a pocket. So um, they were the fastest sectionals of the race. So, um, you know, I think it was a good performance and he seems really in the zone for today. All right, he's $8 uh, into $7. Let's go to the last where you have a couple of runners, uh, Ruby Malone and Icy Stixy, and you, you've made some gear changes on both of those. So talk me through their chances. Uh, a couple of good chances. Uh, Ruby Malone probably has the advantage with the draw. Uh, I've sent her out to Matt Purvis at the beach. Uh, she's just had a few niggles, and uh, she's got enough ability to be really competitive, and she's got good gate speed from the two, so I expect her to be pretty positive from the start. And, I think she's a really good chance. Uh, Icy Stixie, she hasn't had much luck. Uh, 
with a few issues here and there and we're probably just looking to get through today and, and move forward. She's a horse that's got a hell of a lot of ability and uh, I do expect her to be a really nice mare going forward but uh, today's probably just treating her as a, as a run, see how we go and um, go on from there. Alright Trent, when I listen to what you've had to say about your four runners, I get the feeling that you're relatively confident that Uptown Funk might be the best each way of your team. Yeah, definitely. I think he's got a bit of class and I think uh, he will uh, go on with it and uh, if it's not today, if he can get a, a good run like he did in the uh, heats here, I think he'd be very hard to beat. All right, really appreciate your time. Uh, good luck with your team in today, Trent. Cool, thanks very much. Nice work, Gregory. Our first race at Rangiora is 39 minutes away. What do you like at Rangiora today? Yeah, well, I'm liking uh, Uptown Funk each way in that graduation final because it looks a big old hope. I, th- I thought Blair would win the last with, uh, and it's $7 Uptown Funk, so it's a good price with Sky Vale. He did have that caveat that maybe the uh, 2,600 metres is a stretch for her. In saying that, Michael, she should be in the right spot, and she was excellent when second behind Bree Express, uh, who's been a subsequent winner. So, uh, yep, I think uh, they're the two bets for me in the latter part of the programme today. Just uh, crossing codes for a second, by the way. The Preakness was run at Pimlico just after we started our show this morning to update you so you don't need to go looking on trackside. Uh, Mage, the horse who won the Kentucky Derby, finished third. So the Triple Crown is finished for the year. Triple Crown is gone. National treasure, believe it or not, for Bob Baffert. Yep, I know that's hard to believe after what's happened in the last couple of years with suspensions and stuff. But, yep, uh, National Treasure takes out the... Uh, the Preakness out of Pimlico, and the Triple Crown is safe. Mage finished a battling third and never looked a winning chance. Hey, get those texts into double eight double three. It's it's free money. Well, it's a free bonus bet which you can turn into money. That's uh, from the TAB. So thank you to them. Double eight double three. Your text number, your name, your TAB account number, and the code word for today is Kango because Kango is really cool and he's big, uh, and he's like me. He's got a big nose, and he won at Alexandra Park on Friday night, and he's going. Going back there to try and win this Friday night. So Kango is the code word, and maybe tell Greg and I and producer dude Robbie who you think is going to win the Auckland Cup. Get involved on double eight double three. After this, Greg is going to talk to one of the good guys of harness racing who knows exactly what it's like to win an Auckland Cup. After this break, courtesy of Harness Racing New Zealand, coming up is Terry McDonald, the man who owned the great Territory. Welcome back to Trots Talk, courtesy of Harness Racing New Zealand. Get those texts into double eight double three with your name, your TAB account number, and the code word for today is KANGO for your chance to win a $50 bonus bet courtesy of the tab. The Auckland Cup has been a great race for a long time, as Greg said, back to 1890 when Commodore won on the grass. Uh, over that time, very few horses in recent times have captured the public's imagination quite as much as this fella. Not only was Terror to Love a hero of Addington, where he won three New Zealand Cups, he also bought that form the other way around to Alexandra Park. 500 left to go and adore me now paces onto the lead over easy on the eye marcish has gone on the inside pembroke benny he starts his claim out three wide and terror to love's only two lengths off them 28 and five the quarter down the back further back is besotted let's elope but adore me for home she's four lengths pembroke benny here's terror to love adore me in front on the outside terror to love is charging after the champion mare adore me in front the glamour boy of new zealand harness racing though he's finally going to get what he really deserves in Auckland Cup and Terra de Love's in. Ricky made a 
The Great Terror at 11, 2014, March of 2014. And what special memories he gave us right from the time he was a baby up until he won those four major cups in New Zealand. And, well, Terry McDonald was the man who had the pleasure of owning him and still does. He's going to talk to Greg. But, Terry, as we say good morning to you, it must be lovely to hear Aaron White calling your big boy home again. Certainly was, Michael. Yeah, it was a great thrill. It was even funnier afterwards. Good morning, Greg. How are you? Yeah, excellent. Thanks, mate. Tell us about what was funny afterwards. Well, I banged into Charlie Roberts. And, of course, he owned a door of me, and he he said to me, Oh, buggy. (laughs) And I first kept laughing at him because Charlie was a good guy. And anyhow, he got it back on me in the New Zealand Cup in 2.14 when he, he uh, won the race with the door me and I ran fourth. And it was my pleasure to go up to him and say, buggy <laughs> Good luck. Yeah, well, you've so been in this game really. your, your entire life. And uh, we're on the eve of another Auckland Cup. And that was a brilliant performance from him to chase down that great mare. And he deserved to get an Auckland Cup because, of course, he'd finished second uh, behind Sir Lincoln and the mighty Quinn. Mighty right, Quinn. the mighty Quinn. Yeah. Yeah. So he deserved yeah. to get an Auckland Cup, didn't he? Yeah. No, it was good, Greg. It was a great night that night. My daughter was there and... John Key and my son-in-law, and that, we had a great night up there, and they looked after us very well. The all controlling club. He's continued on in the breeding barn, although he probably hasn't got what he deserves in terms of the quality of mares. But I was just looking up some of his uh, stats and some of his very good performance as well, Terry. Uh, Smithy's Terra we know well here in New Zealand because he won a Methvin Cup last year and uh, he's continued to do a great job out of the Robert and Jenna Dunn barn. I think he's won about nine races. But across the Tasman, the likes of Total Divas won 14 or 15 races and taken a time of 51. Yoha, 52. Um, so Love on the Rocks has been a, a really good performer here, running some terrific times. Terry... Uh, kiss the girls, the list goes on. Um, you must be proud of what he's been able to do in the breeding barn too. He's done a great job, Greg, and he, he hasn't been supported as much that we would have liked him to be, but he's still doing the job. Like, you know, he won a slight terror over there last night, and uh, my dad's a terror. They're only little races, I know, but he's very consistent in what he does, and uh, it would be nice to get a bit more support for him. Oh, well, we'll see if that uh, can't unfold leading into this breeding season. I note that he's had 40 New Zealand bred winners uh, that have won here of over 100 races. So he's certainly done a great job. Back to the horse and what he's achieved on the racetrack, or what he did achieve, over $2 million and 30-odd wins. Um, I suppose it's hard to get away from the New Zealand Cup wins, and and that third Cup win will forever be in, in history and go down for so many people that were there as one of the greatest they've ever seen, as Mark McNamara described. Um, you only won the one race yeah. in Australia, though, but it's pretty special to you, that Cranbourne Cup, because he beat a good field and he beat a really good horse in Chris and me. Yeah, he, he certainly did. We had great battles, Chris and me, and that. I made a statement when the awards were one year there, and I thought it was wrong that they lumped the four, five and six-year-olds together. And once again, I said to Charlie Roberts on the stage up there, I said, it's wrong. I said, you should have got this award with Christian Mee. 
And I believe that too. It should be age groups, not put four, five and six-year-olds. But no, it was a great thrill winning that last cup with him and that after what he'd done at the start and that, with the old heart a bit of a tremble and that, but it was a fantastic performance. And as Mark McNamara said, he said it was the greatest win of all time. So when I get down a little bit, I play that over and over again. So it gives me a bit of a lift too. <laughs> yeah. What about ownership-wise these days, Terry? Um, obviously, you're standing the stallion, but uh, you still got some horses at Pineley Farm there with Graham Court? Yeah, I got six or seven coming along. I got one that was a bit cooked the other night. He thought it might have had the boss or something like that. It didn't go as good as we expected, but it got a couple of nice ones coming on and that. You always like to think that anyhow, but uh, I've still got my finger in the water. So keep my fingers crossed and see what happens, Greg. Terry, it's good to hear your voice again, mate. How's the health? How are you feeling? You're kicking around pretty good. Are you still getting out and having the occasional, oh. occasional drink and enjoying yourself? Not bad, uh, Michael. I don't drink much. I go up the casino and give things a bit of a tremble up there. I've got a lot of good friends up there. And I've seen be getting by. The old booster shot didn't do me any good. I still go to work every day. I'm 82 and that. And I don't miss a day's work. So I'm hanging in there pretty good, mate. Mate, that's awesome. Love to hear it, Terry. Hey, it's good to hear your voice again, mate. And uh, I'm going to talk to someone short who's going to try and do a terror to love with copy that. Ray Green's going to try and win three New Zealand Cups this yeah. year. So, And I'm sure if you if he does, you'll be one of the people who will go up and shake his hand because you're one of the few who's yeah. been there and done yeah. that. Best of luck to Ray, too. I'd love to see him get it, too. Well, you'll be there. We'll Just talk to him very shortly. Yeah, you guys do a great job, I must say that, Michael and, and Greg. You keep the game going. It's a bit tough for everybody out there at the present time, whether you're an owner, trainer, or whatever. It's it's hard going, but we'll, we'll get through. Terry, they're very kind words, but I think people like you who pay the bills and stand stallions keep the game going far more than us, mate. Hey, have a great Sunday. Okay. It's, Ter- you too. it's Terry McDonald, and what a great horse he was, Terry to love. Greg, I never thought... Terror to Love got the respect he probably deserved, but he's one of only three horses to win three New Zealand Cups. So his place in the history books is firmly ensconced. It just, I don't know, I think maybe he raced in an era where Chris and me was maybe more glamorous than him. Uh, yeah, you know, he went won a miracle mile and adore me was a darling. So I think our attention was more divided then than say it was in the Lazarus era that followed it straight afterwards. Yeah, exactly. I mean, at Addington, obviously, on one day, he will always be remembered, but his record in Australia, and Terry will tell you this himself, he only won one race, Michael. Yes, he ran second in a miracle mile, but, um, you know, like, he he didn't probably get what he deserved, and he hasn't got what he's deserved in the breeding barn, because when you look up some of those, uh, you know, some, some, some of that stuff, that history, he, he has done a pretty good job. Yep, this time, uh, what, four or five months from now? Well, we were the fifth yep. month up to six six months' time. Ray Green, or five and a half, is going to try and do the same thing with copy that. We're going to talk to Ray after this break, but during the break, get your text in to double eight double three, your name, your TAB account number, and the code word for today can go for your chance to win a $50 bonus bet. After this, the copy that update.
the Big Lebowski, the postman. He comes for home by four, Jimmy Cherry. There followed New York Minute further back in the field. Brookies Jaffa, the Big Lebowski, 200 to go. First run in the city of Sales. Does he put in a statement tonight? 100 metres left to go. He'll be here next week for the Trillion Trust Auckland Cup and the Big Lebowski's blowing them away and dips under 240 on a cold autumn night, 238.5. Welcome to Auckland, the Big Lebowski. One of the most impressive Alexandra Park debuts I've seen from a southerner in the Big Lebowski. That was Friday night at Alexandra Park and he spanked them. Ray Green has just taken over training the big fella. Good morning to you, Ray. And the obvious question is, is the Big Lebowski going to be in the Auckland Cup this Friday? Uh, yes, that's the plan. He wouldn't get a start anywhere else, but um, yeah, the owners are keen to to put him in there. So the way he went the other night, I don't see why not. All right, Ray. How did he end up at your place, and how long is he going to stick around in Auckland for? Um, he's only I've only had him about three weeks now. Um, yeah, so I can't brag about uh, my efforts. Uh, Robin Swain's done the, most of the donkey work there. Um, yeah, I think he's basically in transit to Australia. I think that we're, we're still end up. Um, so, yes. All right, Ray, for most people, for most people, he'd be the best horse in the barn. Uh, he's not the best horse in your barn because you're going to try and win three New Zealand Cups with copy that later this year. But before then, you're going to try and win an Auckland Cup on Friday night. He missed the Roy Purden Memorial on Friday. Uh, what were the reasons behind that, and how is he as of today? Um, the main reason he didn't front up was um, that we'd done some vet work on him, and um, it they've. Have changed the um, withhold um, times uh, to quite a bit more, and um, we were we were within that threshold that um, we could have uh, got a positive swab if we'd lined him up the other night. So that's the main reason, but it doesn't make much difference. Um, he's um, he's never been one to require lots of. Uh, drilling, you know, so um, he's, he's bribed on a pretty light preps in the past, so I don't see this as being any different. All right, Ray, simple question for the punters listening at home. Is Copy That going to be at his best at Alexandra Park on Friday night? Well, I'm, I'm hoping so. Mickey seems to be training pretty good, so yeah, I'm hoping he'll be right up, right, right up there ready for it. All right, Ray, uh, Blair Orange will drive him. Who will drive the Big Lebowski? Um, we've got somebody, uh, Tony Hurley. He's been booked to drive him, and um, yeah, we needed someone really cunning, so um, he, he fitted the bill. Well, he is cunning. He's won eight Auckland Cups, uh, and he's quite he's taller than some of the drivers, so he'll be able to see over the rump of Big Lebowski because he's a big man of a horse. Right. Yeah. Hey, Ray, thanks for taking the time to talk to us on a Sunday morning, mate. Good luck on Friday. Okay, thanks, Mick. Greg, great to hear the Big Lebowski's going to be there with the big hurlahe. What are our winners today for Rangiora, Gregory? Yeah, just that each way bet once again, Michael, uh, in race number eight, horse seven, Uptown Funk, and Skyvale in the last number three. And the box seat Auckland Cup preview show, I believe this week you'll be talking to Catherine McDonald from Harness Racing New Zealand. When do we see that? 
Yep, so we'll record that Wednesday morning. It'll be out on YouTube uh, later on that afternoon, early evening, and uh, the first play out generally is the early hours of Thursday morning, and normally about 9 or 10 o'clock Thursday morning, you can guarantee to get it on TAB Trackside. So plenty of information there and plenty of information around what you can back and can win on Friday night, Michael. Producer Dude Robbie, who won the $50? Going with Bill O'Reilly today out of Foxton Beach. It's a good name, Bill O'Reilly. I know. Very Irish, Stage very Fox now. News. Well done, dear Bill. Congratulations, all Cup week is upon us. All the information on Harness Racing New Zealand, hrnz.co.nz. Greg and I will keep you updated with all the website stuff and, of course, the box set coming up on Wednesday.